Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. For today, we're covering NWA Saturday Night on TBS from September the 23rd, 1989. I'm sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper. The crew is here, and we're together. I'll ask Hopper first. He just told me he was tired right before we hit the you know, record button. How you doing, Hopper? Are you hanging in there or what? Working them yeah. long days. Well, yeah, just a long fucking day. Beat the shit, huh? Yep. You sound like you need all the thoughts and prayers, dog. I do. Yeah. What's going on with the girl? She's uh she's beating you up too, or just a, just a shoot job? The whole world's beating me up. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this is your hey hey. This is your safe your safe space. No. Oh, why? Thank you. Yeah, you thank can come you. here, and we'll take care of you here in your safe space. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Doc, I got a feeling you got some flips and dives. So real quick, let me do this. Special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly. Disrespectfully, Classy Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, Jeremy Priest. Thank you for your support. And uh, one new Patreon shout out this week, uh, Michael Fisco. Thank you for signing up, sir. We appreciate that. And then uh, on that note, let me throw it to Doc, ask how he's doing, and then he can get into his flips and dives. Yeah, we need some flips and dives, you know. I'm doing great, sir. It's it's really nice uh, to be alive here in 2021. I do have a political question. This is as far into politics as we're going to go tonight. It, and don't worry, everybody. This isn't this isn't what you think it is. But Harper, yeah. whether whether you like the left or the right, we just had a 74, 78 year old <laughs> man replace a 74 year old man in the in the Oval Office. Where did these motherfuckers get all that energy? I don't know. I've always wondered that. I mean, we get home from president. Yeah, we get home from work and we're like, man, I could use a nap. And then your kids jump on you and you're like, shit. We never catch up with sleep. But these old bastards, these old dusty farts, man, they fucking go all day. Yeah. What the fuck? I think they're I think they're on more cycles than Animal and Hawk in 1986. But that's just me. That's nice. Yeah, they all gotta I mean, be pump, pump was sick, they gotta be hopped dude. up on goofballs, man. What you think they on, Harper? These these old these old politicians, whether right, left, or center. Do you think they on something? They're on the day. Yeah. 
Deco. <laughs> Stupid. Okay. I mean, you've got one of them that's sitting there pounding cheeseburgers left and right that doesn't exercise. The other one, the 78, came running down the ramp like fucking the like the ultimate warrior when he got the <laughs> domination. I mean, between the three of us, one of us would be a nap, the other one would be drunk, and the other one would be nursing a, store, a sore hamstring. What are these guys yeah. doing, and where can we get some of it? Yeah, yeah, fuck that. They're all lizard people. No, I'm just kidding. I don't there you say. go. That's the problem. Once we find out where they're going to be. Yeah. Oh, it's a joke, people. Don't work yourself into a shit. Yeah, we're not we're not talking about politics. You can like whoever you like. We're just talking about how these motherfuckers are able to go, man. <laughs> well, I saw something right. this week I never thought I'll ever see. Uh oh! I saw Virgil's balls. <laughs> what? Have you, you haven't seen it, Doc? No. Oh my God! <laughs> so you know these cameos uh, that are everybody's doing these days, Doc? Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, which, by the way, um, shout out to Carl Olson, BTT Hall of Famer, and then Jose's, uh, Jose's, Jesus. Uh, out there who um, they had um, Francine do a, a cameo for us or ECW. But real quick, I don't want to lose a trend of thought. Hopper sent me a video of Virgil doing one and his balls are hanging out of his shorts, his boxers. I think we have a saying for that. What's that? That's classy. Yeah. He's wearing like the fucking gym shorts and, a, and there's a hole in the fucking crotch. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's his fucking balls <laughs> just hanging out. <laughs> let, me, let me send it to you real quick, Doc, you know, if I can find it. No, I found it online while y'all were talking, and I don't need to see the actual thing. You know, we got real problems in the wrestling world right now, <laughs> and you're dealing with his junk. We, You know, I just heard today Les Thatcher kicked out from his COVID, COVID pneumonia. That's good. Bobby I knew he was had beat COVID. It. Bobby Fulton's had the COVID, and you're dealing with Virgil's junk. We got real problems in this world. Yeah. Did you hear about the TNA pay per view last weekend? No. <laughs> they, had, they had one guy pulled the other guy's heart out. Apparently. Like on Mortal Kombat. Yeah. That's I don't want to say I don't want to say nothing bad about about Impact because. You know our good friend James Mitchell's working there right now, so I ain't trying to. I ain't seen it, so I ain't trying to judge it. I'm just saying. I guarantee, you, if you got seventy two beers and in the devil, he'd tell you that shit was stupid too. <laughs> That's true. He he. Would. We call it right down the middle, man. Dumb is dumb. Hey, I, so uh, I did want to bring up before we get too into the show, and I get drunk and forget. Um. So who that? Who that bitch is? What you drinking tonight? You talking about you getting got, drunk? I got a little snifter here of Forty Creek whiskey, and I'm washing it down with uh, some Stellas. Um, Mike, I put my final twelve pack of Winter Lager into the refrigerator today. What have you been drinking? Uh, so I've got some Winter Lagers left, and then I told you I, I couldn't find Winter Lager, but they had this. I got. A, I'm on a Sam Adams kick lately. They had some Sam Adams uh, cherry wheat ale. And I was like, right. 
Let me try that. Now, before you react, I told you it's not one of those 4% beers or whatever. It's not like super weak. I can't explain it. It See, doesn't but taste here's like the evo- Here's the evolution, Harper. Last week, he was on my ass for talking about percentages <laughs> of beers. And now this week, he's quoting them. He's turning, nice. white so- he's turning white so fast, he'll be listening <laughs> to Soundgarden next week. Wow. Won't you come and wash away the rain? That's a good song, man. Why are you making fun That's a really good song. Soundgarden is one of my favorite bands of all time, bro. You don't have to tell know, me. My, kid, my kids are young. They run around singing Jesus Christ Pose, thinking it's some gospel song. You got your daughter singing that at her age. That's nice, Doc. You damn right. Father of the century, right there. So you've yeah. been over here. You're turning into a beer snob all of a sudden. This yeah. is a new development for the army to pounce upon. Eh, I wouldn't back call it that. Henny. We have Mike nah. and DFW showing his henny mimosas out there on Twitter, and you're turning your back on him and drinking beer now. I'm not drinking Hennessy mimosas. If I'm drinking Hennessy, I'm drinking it straight. As I next told, thing uh, you know, you're going to storm the Capitol. <laughs> that's nice that's nice i uh, think you know me better than that i'm not storming nothing all right okay uh doc what other flips and dives you got before hey man I, we I gotta you got send true breeze off into the sun off on his kawasaki mule right you two guys okay oh yeah he's done it's over it's over did you, did you cry a little bit i, I wouldn't say i cried but you know, it's 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 sad, man, because the dude is so damn good, and you're just watching. You, it's it's, it's like tough. watching a it's, fighter. It, you're watching somebody who used to be great, and you're just like, they might still have a great game in them here and there, but they just can't do it like they used to do it. Hey, let me tell you something. I saw this on a documentary with Steve Nash when he went to the Lakers. He was eating dinner with Dirk Nowitzki one night because they're buddies, right? And Dirk's like, what is it like to be battling through all these injuries? And Steve Nash said, even at my age with these injuries, I could be great one or two nights a week. The problem is we're playing three or four nights a week. Yep. That's it. And I'll tell you this, and, and watching Dirk retire a couple of years ago, it's sad, dude, because like you, you're going to go back and, and tie so many of your great moments to his career and how long have you... You know, Dirk Davisky played... Almost half of my life here. And then he's just gone. What am I supposed to do? Talk to my family? Come on, bro. <laughs> uh, hey, we all I like Drew Brees out there. I mean, he's a good. he was a good dude. And, uh, you know, he found a home in New Orleans. He didn't have that in San Diego. I'm going to raise a whiskey glass just to, for y'all tonight. Hey, hey, Harper, did you see that video I was talking about where he, what he told Jameis on the sideline? What the hell did I think he we lost Harper. I think he went to go take a shit. Did he? Ask, did he tell Jameis to go get him some crab legs? No, he's he's on the sideline. It, you could you could see it on YouTube until unless the NFL hey. pulled it down. Uh-oh. There he is, Harper. Did you, you see go. that clip? Did you see yeah, that clip on, where he basically tells Jameis, "This is your team now." Yep, dude. That's, I, I, that's everybody's. That's got to be awe-inspiring. That's about how I felt when I saw the red <laughs> rifle Andy Dalton warming up as they took off Dak with his leg pointing in the wrong direction this year. Trust me, let that's me not as you, fun as it sounds. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Y'all are back to the I, days of Aaron Brooks. I, will, I don't know. I think the I think Saints he's, might be like the Packers when fucking Brett Favre 
left, and they just kind of. I'm, I'm not going there. <laughs> and Aaron no. Rodgers just kind of, kind of kept it going. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. But I'll tell you this much. Taysom Hill ain't the answer. Hey, let me just I, tell you guys. I know that much. As somebody who knows. Somebody who is well-versed on the subject. Eight and eight sounds bad, but it's not the end of the world. That's nice. <laughs> he's a pro. He's a pro on mediocrity. So, you know, at least he's admitting that right now. Okay. Enough football talk, Doc. I well, think you got a five-star review. I mean, into that. Um, it's been a while since we've had. Wait, wait, wait. start think, over. Uh, you cut uh, out, man. Off. You cut, you, huh? you cut out again. You cut out again. Start over. Yeah, man. Spectrum took over my cable. I think and my I internet. See that. This is really awful. You hear me? Yeah. I hear you. Go ahead. All right. So we got a review this week from an author, Totten. Oh no! Did I lose you again, Jesus? Jesus Christ. What the fuck? What the fuck? So we got a review from Arthur, author Totten. Yes. Egan Hilarious is the title. Yeah, he says a drunk, the best part of the show. I'm going to assume that's me. Mm -hmm. A butthole surfer. <laughs> and a guy who doesn't know what race he is on, on a given day. Deliver the goods on a weekly basis. I like throwing peace, throwing PC culture in the garbage along the way. If you enjoy Andrew Dice Clay or Kennison and wrestling, this is the show for you. There you go. There you go. Especially Kennison. Yeah, we're out there hanging and begging, you know. Mm-hmm. First uh, five-star review we've seen in a few weeks. So, uh, yeah, Army, so. get on it, please. Straight. Thank you. Because uh, Lance hasn't been on. Is that what it is? Did you see, Harper, you should, I don't know if you, you probably didn't see this, but that fool, Silva, was saying that the World Class Show was the best show on the BTT network. <laughs> he got mad. What a fucking dick. He's not even a good worker. Uh, why are you, you mad, that Doc? Is? You know what that is? That's a guy coming off the bench from the JV squad, and he's like, yes. I'm going to hoist a bunch of shots. And maybe if if a third of them go in, I'll get a look on the main main roster. That's true. This is gonna go over you two's head. There used to be a group called ABC, and they used to have a song called Jealous. And I'm just gonna sing it right now for you. Uh, sing it. Silva, Silva will know exactly what I'm talking about. Fellas, there's a jealous girl in our town. Well, Doc's the jealous girl right now about Lance. Jealous. <laughs> Oh, he's mad, Silva. Oh, that's Silva. nice. Silva will hey, email Doc. me about this. Uh oh, yeah, what's up? Lita Ford or, or, or Missy Hyatt? Missy Hyatt, bro. There you go. 24. There he goes, breaking up again. Whoa, oh, fuck. Fucked up connection he's got over there. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? What Did the you fuck? Did you reset your computer? Yes. I'm starting to wonder if it if it's actually uh, maybe your USB port. I'm your back headset. in the. Get your kid playing Xbox. <laughs> there you go. What's there? We go. What, what's happening here? I don't know. I just heard something. 
I'm working on some things. Y'all talk, man. Do y'all not know how to like <laughs> prepare air cover, you dumb pieces of shit? If I'm out and gone, the show falls apart. Uh, this show has done plenty of shows without you, so I don't know about yeah. falling apart, but okay. Let's do uh, another Harper, who did you say? Did you say Lita Ford and who? Hey, Missy. Oh, Missy. Come on, man. That's not even a competition. Didn't get laid. I got in a fight. Uh-uh. Ain't no big thing. Ain't no big thing. So, uh, while Doc is over there figuring out his uh, gimmick. Is that um, better? How's that? Uh, it's better until it kicks out. But I'm going to play the, this is from Jesus and uh, Carl Olsen, the uh, Francine video. Here here it is uh, on Cameo that she did for us. <laughs> it's like she's trying to read a script, but we love you, Francine. Here it is. Hopefully it'll play. Hey there, this is the Queen of Extreme Francine from ECW, and I am here today to promote the most unprofessional, the most politically incorrect and extreme wrestling podcast out there. It is called Booking the Territory. That's right. It is on each and every Friday with Mike Mills, Hardbody Harper, and yeah. Doc Turner. And not only do they have this wonderful podcast, but they got other stuff going on, like Patreon. You want to be a Patreon member? Okay, go to www.patreon.com forward slash booking the territory. Do you need an Amazon referral link? Well, you should go to tinyurl.com forward slash B-T-T-P-O-D and... Do you want to support them by wearing one of their shirts? You want some merch? Let's get some. Okay, she's about to give out the wrong link. So let me tell y'all what the right Jeez. link is. It's prowrestlingtees.com slash territory. Uh, so I just wanted to make sure I correct that uh, as we uh, play the rest of this thing here. I think that was about it. Let me see if there's anything else. Your men, Mike, Mills, Hart, merch. Let's get some merch. Let's go to www t public t don't go to t public that's not right actually there is stuff there but t public uh robs you blind on um merch so that's that i don't want to say anything else Worry for some awesome t-shirts support your men mike mills hardbody harper and doc turner support booking the territory and let's get you some merch let's join that patreon let's be an amazon referrer let's do it all <laughs> Let's stay extreme, all. and most of all, guys, be blessed and be a blessing. That's right. <laughs> that was the end. The end was good. Let be blessed and be a blessing. Uh, thank Did you, Carl and Tommy Jesus. Dreamer. No, no, that's Beulah. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> if you'd have told me, if you'd have told me twenty-four years ago, was she standing there with the franchise that she was going to be? Shouting out my podcast. I'm not sure what I would have thought. I wish the camera was lower. What? That's nice, Hopper. What? Come on, grow up. That's a married woman. It's a, you said she's not. No, she's married. She's not married to Dreamer. Oh. You, you can be more married to more than one person than more than Tommy That's Dreamer. Can you, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Keep going. All right. Hey, I All see right. that you. I see that you've pulled up today's episode. 
I was thinking maybe we could just wait and not do it. Yeah. And just let Conrad and Tony Schiavone catch up and then just play their <laughs> episode. Uh, is this making you mad that that that, that Conrad is doing uh, JCP 86? I'm confused. It's like a girl who it's like fucking Francine looked down one day and realized she had tits and knew had a way to make money. They've been sitting on that show for four years and realized that, hey, we got Tony Schiavone. Maybe we should do JCP. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't care. I mean, it is what it is. Like, you got it. It's Tony. I mean, here's here's two things. Tony is such a nice guy that I just I'm glad he's doing it because that's the thing. He was there. So. It just makes sense for him to do it. I do agree. They probably should have done it sooner. But I mean, I love Tony well, Schiavone so the much. They, they had to listen. They had to listen to more episodes of ours to get the to get it all down right. Okay, Doc. Doc they got the Rolex thing and shit. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. <laughs> no, they that'll be that'll be in a couple of months. That'll be in a couple of months. You okay. can figure yeah. that out. How how to do it without looking so obvious. I think I think it's fine. I'll tell, you like, this, I, I'll tell you what I did. I did here today. I was listening to one from '86. It's the third one. Man, Arn cut a promo, and I was like, "Well, we ain't going to hear that tonight when we review the show." Jesus Christ, we need. Well, Arn we back. ain't. We ain't far from Arn coming back though, either though. That'll, yeah, that'll talk about being blessed. Yeah, Arn will be back. It, it's not. I mean, he ain't going to have Tully. Well, if Tully wouldn't have, you know, kept. You know, not sniff stuff up his nose like Tommy Rich that's and bullshit, folks. Bro. That is, man. That's like <laughs> that's like going down to what's a street in New Orleans? Bro, all the hookers hang out. That's like calling in sick at your old job and you get a new job and they punish you for it. Bro, what what is a street in New Orleans with all the hookers? Airline know, Highway. Airline well, Highway. Are they still on Chef too, Hopper? I yeah. <laughs> I think so. I mean, that's like before Katrina. I mean, that's like that's like the police running down there and just arresting one girl. <laughs> well, you do have a point. I mean, this yeah. is 1989 wrestling, pal. That is true, huh? Okay, you know, well, you you would have. A, I mean, tell me the one that ain't hopped up on something. I agree. You're not going to hear. I'd be the wrestler beside. Well, there ain't one that could. That could push clean piss out. <laughs> it's nice. Uh, for the record, Tony, keep doing your thing. I love, I love what you do, and uh, I, I think imagine, him and Conrad... your vis- imagine your sales if you were selling Wizenators back in wrestling locker rooms. In the oh 80s. God, nice doc, bro. Dude, my piss would be worth. It'll be priceless. Yeah, back then. <laughs> Something's wrong with y'all. Grow up. I'm just saying. Are you I'm saying bad. that your piss, your piss is not priceless now? Maybe that's it's... a market we should explore. Mm. Get a test tube of Harper's warm piss, clean urine. Yeah. <laughs> I you can like Harper, you, you Harper can like use. Got a girl that wanted him to piss on him. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about her. So you get a test tube. You can use it for your drug test. You can use it as mouthwash. Whatever it is that you do in your personal life. On that note, we are uh, Conrad and Tony. Keep doing your thing. 
We're going to talk. I mean, it's it's interesting to listen to. It's just not as good as what we do. And it's funny because they had a guy that was actually in the room when it happened. Well, like I said, on that note, we're going to talk September the 23rd, 1989, NWA Saturday Night on TBS. And uh, no formal opening on the copy we have. I think a little bit is clipped off, but I think we got most of the full episode. Um, I have a general comment, though, related to just these shows. And I've said this a few times since we've been doing these uh, lately. Um, Man, if the NWA and WCW isn't drawing good house shows during this time and they're not, you know, they don't have a lot of people there. It has nothing to do with the lack of promotion on their main show, this show, because Jim Ross during every damn match is constantly, and I'm not fussing. He is constantly talking about the cities they'll be in, the exact date they'll be there and what venue like he is all every match. Isn't that a function of the fact that they had a lot of no-shows during this time? It can't just be that, man. But it's got to... There's something else besides just that. Because there's been good stories, storylines. It's not been crap. So I I don't know, man. But it just... He is plugging the hell out of everything the whole time. So anyway, uh, first match, Muda defeats Ricky Nelson and Len Wagner very quickly. Doc, any thoughts on this? Yeah. Um, why Why are Muda and Funk together? That still has not been explained to me. JTEX Corporation. Not that I dislike it. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't explain it. Maybe they okay. did, and we just don't remember. So I know this has been discussed ad nauseum in other podcasts, but you're sitting there watching this guy with this move on the video feed just bulldoze his way, Magnum TA style, through two dudes. Yeah? You going to say something about them dropping the ball on him? Well, kind of. It's like, at this point, and I hate to say this because Flair's my guy, but you've got Flair and Funk at the top. Why isn't it Muda and Sting if we're really going to make that push? Well, I mean, he's got the he's got the TV title. He being Muda right now, so I mean, you got to put one title on him first before you. I mean, they're doing fine. He hadn't been here that long. I mean, it's been a few months now, but I think they're building him up fine. You know, just I, what they're doing with Muda isn't a problem right now. No, they're going to. No, no, I, I'm just saying he is so good. At this point, right here. Yeah. He's too hard to... I've said this a number of times. It's too hard to boo him because he's so damn good. I mean, didn't this match you seem like he was a face? When a guy Kinda. just started beat, beating on him. And, and I, he ducks the double clothes on. Yeah, I. it's... He's it, I, I, to me. It's just that he's just like I remember the first time I saw Muda. He's just so damn good. It's hard to boo him. Okay, that's how I always thought. I don't know, Harper. What'd you think? I mean, my, you, my whole just... thing is my whole thing is I feel like there's a lot of mismatched pairs right now. Like there's part of the problem is I feel like the music stopped and everybody's wrestling with who they were paired with when the music stopped. Why is Brian Pillman with Norman and Lunatic? 
why you know can't we get the skyscrapers in with somebody besides the dudes you know it's like we got talent we got good looking you know charismatic talent let's make sure we're maximizing that all the way down the card we know flair and funk can perform we think muda and sting can perform i got obviously luger and tommy rich are a pair yeah i got one name for you jim Uh hurd that's two. <laughs> I said one two. name. I didn't say. I didn't say. I didn't say two words. I said I got one name for you, Jim Hurd. More on that two. later, though. A first name and a last name. Look, we we yeah, idiot. Come on. Uh, okay, uh, if you want to be exact, I got a one full name for you, you moron. <laughs> that was Harper, not me. No, I was just making sure he gets his voice heard. Yeah, thank you. Let's go to Gary Hart. He's got something to say. He's not in a good mood. Well, you've had seven days now to think about this suspension. I know that your legal staff has been very actively involved with the World Championship Wrestling Offices and Jim Hurd. What are your findings and what are your thoughts on that now? Well, I've been informed by our attorneys that the problem with the suspension lies in the fact that it was an indefinite suspension. And when you try to indefinitely suspend someone from participating in a sport where they make their livelihood, then you are messing with a person's constitutional rights. And maybe Jim Hurd isn't aware, but wrestlers also have constitutional rights just like everyone else. And within a short period of time, I have been told by our attorneys that without a doubt, the suspension cannot and will not stick. So that means everything that the National Wrestling Alliance has tried to do to protect their world's champion, Ricky Flair, and to protect Sting is all washed down the drain. The next time, Heard, you decide to set an edict and suspend somebody, why don't you spend a little time with TBS and the National Wrestling Alliance's attorneys and know where your footing is? You have goof. You have goof major. Well, all I want to add to that is that Funk is still suspended, and we still don't know when he's going to be back in action. And we'll see Lex Luger, the U.S. champion, right after this. So uh, Gary Hart is a constitutional scholar now, I see. Doc, any thoughts on this? I thought this was a really, really good promo, but back to your constitutional work. (laughs) What do you think is the most misunderstood document in the world? The Constitution or the Bible? Oh, God. The Bible. Both. How about in the United States? Both. <laughs> yeah, the Bible. I mean, come on. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, hey, man, you know, I, I don't, I know this is a sore subject. I think we've talked about this. Mike Vick paid his crime, man. He paid his debt. Let the man have a job. My whole thing with this is Terry Funk put a bag on the champion's head and try to choke the life out of him. This ought to be the dominant segment on it. This should be talked about in every segment. That he tried to murder Flair? Yeah. Because it's a a hell of a visual. When he put that white bag on his head, Flair's (laughs) flailing around. That was great. We should be... Why is Rick out here today? He's been choked to death. (laughs) 
Stop the murder on TV. Stop the murder on TV. <laughs> I mean, Harper, I know you didn't watch this episode, so you'll see it in a I did bit. watch it. It was oh, only like 38 shit. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it, was 30, it was 38 minutes. It automatically started with an A no matter what happens. Yeah. It gets an A and the Rolex is my, is my time management. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was a hell of a visual. I agree. I don't know. It, 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 it's I mean, good. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love the funk, flair, Gary Hart. Those are all dudes that I'm so into. Want to watch ply their craft. It's great. I, I'm just. I think we're all perplexed. You said it at the beginning. Why that didn't draw more money, but Steamboat Flair didn't draw a ton of money. Mismanagement is the only response. Fucking bookers. That's the problem. I mean, it's, we, we've talked about it. Nauseam. Just look at the clash from the Superdome. How the hell they gave away... Like what was it? Four thousand tickets to just get five thousand people in there. I mean, it's that's fucking crazy, man. It's nuts. Like, and then again, I don't want to rehash how it all happened because we talked about it at that time. But that's just one example uh, of the mismanagement and the stupidity. But again, I just don't get that. But but here's the thing: has the light gone on with these guys? Because you guys know the wrestling mentality. Have they figured out that they got a money mark on the hook here? No, because I've heard Cornette talk about at this time, you know, Flair was still all in on, you know, Turner owns the company. Like Flair was still, you know, he he was um, the the term I hear in business sometimes is even though he's not a beginner, it's like he, he was like the enthusiastic beginner at this point, like. You know, Turner's in, you know, Turner's got the station, it's TBS. Flair was He's still all in home. at this point. Yeah, yeah, Flair was still in at this point. And I believe, you know, they're at the booking committee at this point. So even though Jim Hurd is uh, calling, and I'm going to talk about something with Hurd later when we get to the, the Dynamic Dudes and the Midnight Express. Um, Flair and, and Corny, like, you know, you got the booking committee at this point from what I believe. But, you know, Jim Hurd's a, the one still approving everything. So anyway, long story short, no, I think Flair at this point is still... You know, he he's gung ho and he's he's all enthusiastic because, you know, we're we're not even a year into the Turner regime. So that, that but, you know, as we all know, that's not going to stay that way. But for now, that's where we're going. So I don't think he's saying at this point. And you got to remember. So Flair holds. He's got so much stroke. Flair does not only with the ladies, but with the <laughs> Turner. Um, I, I think the I think everybody's just like, nope, we're good. We're good with this for now, you know, and and. But when your leader starts to sour, that's when you get a problem. That's when it really starts to fall apart. So I don't think that's happening yet. It's okay. my view. Harper, do you have anything on Gary Hart? He's fucking great. He is. Let's He's don't a great fucking heel. Yeah. Very believable. He is. Yep. He. Uh, He's not a gimmick. No, it's real. That's. you. Yeah. you and what you see is shit, what you get. He takes this shit seriously, and if you don't, he'll make sure that you do. Uh-huh. No lies detected. Well, he Let's didn't come now. out with, 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 with uh, Muda, did he, for that first match? Was he there? Well, we, we go straight to the ring, so we don't see if he walks out. Oh. And I didn't pay attention to him on the outside. So it, it, he could have, he could have, and we just didn't see it. Why you got to bring up old shit? 
Yeah. Let's go now to Lex Luger, who is uh, great here. Here it is. Welcome back, fans, to World Championship Wrestling. We're going to see the United States Heavyweight Champion in action in just a few moments. But I want to make uh, some comments about what you said last week in the program, that you really feel like you were on a, a plane above all others in our sport. I thought it might need a little bit of elaborating uh, to the fans. It seemed to be a little confusing. You actually think that you're alone at the top? Jim Ross, not only do I think that, it is indisputable. You yourself have said many times, Jim Ross, in the past, whether you like me or not at this point in time, that I have a set of physical tools second to none in this sport. True or false? I have said that on many occasions, yes. You also know my educational background. We have conversed extensively. I'm a well-educated man, very articulate, maybe second in the sport as well in that. True or false? You're very well-educated. Yes, you are. Now, the total package Lex Luger has finally come full circle, Jim Ross, and put it all together into being the true total package. I'm talking intellect. I'm talking physical prowess. I'm talking a win-at-any-cost attitude, whatever it takes. When you put that combination together, Jim Ross, it adds up to an unbeatable combination. The total package Lex Luger wonders where all the great competition is. So what I'm saying is this, Jim Ross, I have put out an open challenge to any man in this sport. Future stars who want to try to prove themselves, a present star who's afraid of his big reputation, and maybe just a past star who wants to try to get it back, but Lex Luger can beat any man in this sport today. That's not a very brash statement on your part, I would say. It may be a brash statement, but I'm Lex Luger, I'm the total package, it's a fact. All right, fans, the total package, Lex Luger, has stated his facts. Now let's go to Rhubarb Jones and see the package in action. I don't know, I don't know what to say. Heel Lex Luger is just phenomenal during this time period, and I'm rolling it back on the video so you can see that he starts sweating again like crazy in that minute and a half, that minute and 45 seconds that he's cutting that promo. Doc, what are your thoughts on Luger as he's uh, not really dry, but he's drier than he is I by the end of it? he's oiled. He is oil, but he's he's pre-match. Yeah, yeah, but he's but he's like he just took a dip in a swimming pool by the end of it. Now, all that said, I don't know if we can rave any more about Luger as a heel. He's just great. These promos are great. Here's the thing. I've told you this, and I, I've been real honest about it. So you lie I didn't see the, saying? I didn't see the ins and outs the weekend and week out of that. I've never watched this stuff. I've watched the Flair and 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 Funk stuff. He's really good. I mean, I, I don't know how else to say it. He's really, really good in this period. Yeah. And and I wonder at what point, you know, he alluded in this in this promo, but I wonder at what point he's not saying, Hey, look, pal, Terry Funk's forty something years old. I'm the U.S. champion. I should be getting those title shots. Yeah, he's he that old term. You you ever hear the term? He's smelling himself right now. Oh, he's yeah, he's full up in it. He's he he's smelling himself. He, he's he's smelling himself. I mean, he's but so good. Would, but why wouldn't he at this point? I mean, he's had two really good clash performances, and he's. As he's articulated, he's the best built guy in the business. He thinks he's articulate. Why not do this? Clash well educated. Pay per views. He's gonna kill. He's gonna hurt Elizabeth one day. 
That's c- come on. That's not what. Is, what? Why? I mean, what? You just shock jock. I mean, Skip Bayless moment. You just gotta say something yeah. stupid like that. I mean, that's not even funny. I mean, it's just dumb. Why? Damn, Harper. What do you think about Luca right there? He he keeps getting better, and I keep waiting to see what they're gonna do with him. Well, he's had a number of great matches this year. Yeah. But, but I mean, who's what's next, dude? He's Michael Hayes. Now. He is ready well, for battle. Oh, yeah, he's he's fucking. Dude. Can you can you it's run like back he's got to Crisco on him? Yeah, can you run back <laughs> to the beginning of the match though? I want to see Rusty Riddle. I want to tell you guys something here. Okay, let's. Well, I'll pause it. But uh, when do we get to it? Go ahead. Well, first of all, when you he's get to Rusty Riddle page. here, when you get to Rusty Riddle. In just I'll pause a second, it as soon as it gets to it. You need to pause it, and I got a couple of options. Here. First of all, they say he's from Malibu, Right, California. that was it. Yeah, Malibu. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, right. Second of all. <laughs> Bullshit, pal. That's what you always say. <laughs> second of all, that fool looks like Kurt Schilling. Bro, I was just about to say that. <laughs> Where's the bloody sock? He does look like him. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Oh, man. He might be from Malibu, Malibu Indiana, but he ain't from Malibu, California. I'm going to tell you that right now. No, fuck no. Uh, Lex Luger is going to defeat Rusty Riddle with a superplex, and then he hits a little flex while he's kneeling on him for the pin. Uh, he if, doesn't if there like was a, if there was a if there was a veteran in the room, somebody would have pulled Lex and sit aside and said, "Stop doing that superplex, man. That rack looks decent, and it's it's easier." Yeah, it is easier. It's, it's a lot easier. <laughs> whole lot easier on both parties, yeah. And it's over. I mean, the rack's over at this point. He's been doing it for so long. Uh, so some, in this match, Corny says um, that the NWA is invading upstate New York. Wait, did he already go up there? Not upstate. And this is a, a precursor uh, to the cla- the next clash, which is in Troy. New York, the New York, was it New York knockout or something? Yeah, yeah. It's New York. I think it was yeah. New York knockout. But again, is that the best idea? We can't sell out. Yeah. Isn't that fucking crazy? Let's That's like Buffalo. Yeah. We can't, <laughs> we can't sell, we're, we're drawing, we're drawing 3750 at the Omni, but let's go to Buffalo. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, that, that, I don't know what else to say it. I don't know how else we can communicate it. We've gone over the attendance figures, even when they're, you know, in their home area, if you want to call it that. They've had some nice ones. I mean, you know, they had the one where, you know, kid get in for free with every paid adult. And that one did a nice house. But we've seen other ones with, you know, 3,000 at the Omni. And it's like, you're right. What the hell are we going going to upstate New York for? Well, I mean, that's not a for they, us. And when they said it here, they said, oh. We're going to be at the army. I'm like, what? Why do you keep doing this? <laughs> Try Cobb County Convention Center. Ugh. All right, so we've I... done enough 
we've done enough business analyst stuff. Let's get to this next video, bro. Yeah. So, Harper, do you have any other thoughts on Luger uh, beating this rusty riddle? No. Character? All right. So let me get to. It's coming up in a second. All right. So on that note, let us go now to Jim Ross mm. and Jim Cornette. They're going to throw some video footage regarding Scott Steiner, Rick Steiner, and Robin Green. <laughs> and you know, uh, there's been the controversy over who tripped Scott at the last big event. You know, hey, he told us he ain't tripping again. Yeah, bitch. Mi- Missy is blaming Robin. Robin's blaming Missy. Last week, Robin was like, "I didn't do nothing. I ain't do nothing." So anyway, all, let's that's go. What they all say, <laughs> "Let's go. Let's let's go to this footage now." Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to World Championship Wrestling. We're really in the, about as much of the dark as, as you are and about this situation we're about to show you. We had the cameras, as Rick Steiner requested last week. He was going to ask Robin the big question, but the big question was answered by the young lady, and it wasn't uh, the answer we looked for. I think everybody knows probably what question Steiner had on his mind, but now the only question that we've got on our minds is, did Robin Green plan this all along? Was she smart enough to do it? Is there somebody else involved? We have no answers. We only know what happened in the signers right now. They're hurting. Let's take a look at the videotape, and we'll be back with some more comments. Come on, Ricky. What time you guys have? Oh, you should have been here five minutes ago. Yeah. Should have brought my basketball. You guys, why don't you guys set the cameras on? Let's a little basketball. No. You bring a cat basketball either? No. I could begin right there. Got a limo. Oh, my throat's falling hard for this girl. I always wanted to ride a limo here. Hey, Robin. Hi, Scotty. Where's Ricky at? Oh, I thought he was with you. No, he told me to uh, meet him here. Yeah, he told me to meet, meet him here, too. You know, he had that surprise for me. I'm all excited. Yeah, and, uh, nice car. Yeah, it's great. I don't know. I don't know what we should do. Well, you got TV in there? Yeah, I sure do. I got some booze, too. You want a drink? No, uh, I just watch the TV. I don't drink. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, Scott. By the way, I, I just wanted to tell you I appreciate you not, you know, blaming me for the fact that you tripped and that you, uh, you know, admitted to the fact that you tripped. Well, I'll never trip again. Yeah. Well, let me roll up the window here. Why don't you just come on in and wait for Rick? Okay. Do that. Beating him up and having sex. I'm going for help. Well, 
I hope next week that we'll be able to find out more about this tragic situation. What are your thoughts on this right now? You know, Rick Steiner, it was America's romance. And Robin Green seemed to be the, the perfect solution for Rick Steiner's problem. I guess he was lonely. Here's a guy who's a big bear of a man. He's strong enough to crush guys in his bare hands, but yet he, he needed something. And that something was Robin Green. But now we find out that probably all along she was just suckering him. She was just playing him along. And it's like kicking a puppy in the head is like what it's doing for a big, strong man like that to be crushed. Fans, we'll be back and talk more about this right after the Chrysler College Football School Board. Okay, so Scott gets in wait, the car. Wait. How did Alabama do that, Dan? I don't know. I mean, it's Harper, what did this remind you of at the beginning? Uh, Porn. It did. We when she's like, "Hey, you got TV in there? I got some booze, right? I got some. Oh no, I'm okay." <laughs> that did. So Scott gets in the limo, gets his butt kicked inside, then gets out. They kick him while he's on the ground. You hear Robin Green say, "Come on, Doom!" at the very end of it. Uh, so stay tuned. I think you all know what that means. Come on, Doom! And then you can hear. Uh, one of the Doom members, and you probably recognize that voice uh, as they dumped him out of the car, too. You could hear uh, hear a certain Doom member talk. Uh, it did remind me of porn, now that you made that comment, Doc. Doc, what were your thoughts on this? It, it was good and not good all at the same time, which is the, how we like our off, off-site wrestling you know, classy motors type segments. And was that Jack Victory doing the kicking? I don't know if that's Victory or someone else who's going to eventually be out there with Doom. Because Doom has a... There ends up being someone yeah, who's out there with... Yeah, white guy. Yeah. There... There's there's going to be another, and I won't give out the name now for anybody out there who doesn't want any spoilers, but there's going to be someone else who's who's out there with Doom in the next few months. And I don't know if that, because we don't see the face, I don't know if that's him or Victory, but I thought that exact same thing. Because it kind of looked like Victory a little bit, the way he was walking. Yeah. yeah. I, it also could be this other person that I'm thinking about too. Maybe Butchery was back in Kansas City. It definitely was, that definitely was not Butch. Or right. Ron, obviously. Or Ron Simmons, fuck no. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. for every bit that's hokey about this, the thing I like was the cameraman telling Steiner he was going to go for help. Yeah, because why would he just stand there and not call nine one one or something like that? And which well, he didn't have no a cell, cell phone, phone. right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's not like he could call nine one one. So he's got to run off and say something. So, but it's the yeah, same. It's the same. It's the same reason, like back in Smokey, when they there was the outside in the parking lot, and they got jumped. Who was it? The it was the uh, the heat. The, uh, the heat yeah, seekers. Right. It was, it was Jericho. You know, it was, and, it was yeah. the, the thrill seekers. seekers. It was thrill the thrill seekers. seekers, and we were supposed to led to believe that it was um, Corny's tag team, but it was really. Oh God! What was their names? Um, in in in. Oh, it was the Jesus. Heavenly Bodies, wasn't it? It was, it was supposed to be the Heavenly Bodies, but it really wasn't. It was. Um, it was well done. Well done. That's right. 
right. in, uh, in mask in in These like days, black jogging just outfits. Been Jericho attacking an extra large pepperoni pizza. Come on. <laughs> so, but you're Even right. And, well, he's gonna, and, uh, apparently COVID makes you fat, and he right. and makes you talk to a bunch of flat Earth lizard people <laughs> podcast things. <laughs> Let me finish. But you're right. In that video from Smokey, Pam Lawson was the one out there with her kid, and starts screaming, "She's going to get help." I think it was. So I agree. It's, the cameraman it's, saying it, he's going to get help is it's the reason why all of this is dangerous through all the bad acting that makes it fun. Mm-hmm. You know. Agree. Yeah, I'm with you, man. If we're down uh, at Classy Motors while Buddy comes in, woo, dude! I need a if we if we're not going too long tonight, I'll play the one that Lance and I just did from World Class with the Freebirds. It, it it's one that you won't remember, Doc, because I didn't remember it till I watched it. They're in this freaking biker bar, and it's freaking ridiculous. But um, it's so good, uh, Doc. What else did you have from this though? Well, I mean. The other part I don't like is Corny trying to sell America's romance. It was like on General Hospital. Corny did play this way too serious. I can't. And that's just, (laughs) I prefer Corny not being a baby face. I mean. Yeah, that's what that is. I mean, I mean, I want heel Corny to sit there and go fuck around and find out. There you go. (laughs) <laughs> he, he he ain't the first man to be caught in a Venus flytrap called the pussy. I don't know. Damn, Hopper, <laughs> what'd you think about all this? I just I thought it was great why they explained there's a camera there. Yeah, it's a popular question, man. Right? Yeah. I mean, now I, I now agree. they just show him hanging out, fucking anywhere, and there's a camera there, and. Mm-hmm. No fucking they, explanation. It's why they were in the car. We paid you to be here. You're in the car with us when they broke Dusty's arm. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Made sense. Yeah, made sense. And hey, man, it, 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 and we've given the Steiner something big to do now. Right. Uh, yeah, with Doom, as we'll see. All right. Any other thoughts, Doc? Well, that was, you know, that was certainly a long time to to pay that off, though. I mean, Robin Green was a nerdy is, little, yeah, a nerdy little for months. That's true, huh? They that's they they played the story for a long time, man. And they did the, not. And the lesson is whether or not your girls nerdy or not, they're all a bunch of twats that'll oh, fuck come you. On. Come on. On that note, since Doc can't, you know, play it straight, we're going to go to now the Z-Man, who's going to defeat Tommy Angel. Jim Cornette reminds us during the match that he will be uh, the Dynamic Dude's advisor in their match later. He reminds us he doesn't manage anyone else, but he will be advising them. So more on Cornette and the dudes later. I did a little more research on uh, this partnership that they have from a shoot perspective. The Z-Man wins with the sleeper. Mm. Doc, thoughts? We just saw it. Can you run back about 15 seconds to 1440 and tell me what this was? Are they trying to are they trying to fuck each other right there? He was trying <laughs> to get his I think he was trying to get his leg over his head. Yeah. Well, Harper nailed it. Okay. Thanks for the yeah. technical explanation. See? Oh, well. <laughs> I don't I don't even know how to He's explain to it. Horse. 
don't yeah, know. I don't. Wrong hole. Wrong hole. Any other uh, any other thoughts on this, Doc? Yeah, I need some audio. At sixteen forty-five, Corny's got yeah. something here. I don't I don't know what it is, but I made a note. Okay, hold on. I was incredibly so, drunk when I watched this the first time. Well, that this is nothing new. So here, let's let's say I'm at sixteen forty now. Let's see what he says. Let's go. You know, and besides that, Angel's so musical. Tommy Angel, you better watch it. He'll put that sleeper hold around your neck. That's enough. And we'll be back with more hits. Oh, oh it's over. Speaking of hits, I thought I'd kind of sing like Paul Schaefer. Yeah. You know, the world's most dangerous man. Yes, sir. I sure do. Arm drag taking over. Tommy Angel, this kid is really... Some- is that what you wanted? Yeah, Corny's singing 30-year-old songs in 1989. Well, he's never been up with the times, if you think about it. <laughs> That's true. He's not... He's, he's not... <clears throat> He's not technologically advanced, so uh, I don't I know. know why that would surprise and it, anyone. And there are days when I listen to his podcast, and he says, you know, he doesn't have a smartphone or whatever. He's not, you know, spends his day on the internet. I'm like, man, I'm kind of jealous, actually. Yeah, I'm, I agree. Was not Paul totally. Schaefer the guy from <laughs> well, come on, bro. Letterman? Uh, yeah, uh, Paul Schaefer, the world's most dangerous band. Yeah. It was always great when they'd bring in, in like, the 90s, they'd bring in, like, these rock bands that were heavy and then like they had to play with Paul Schaefer. who was like bald and 60. Yeah. He's on keyboards rocking out with them. Anyway, um, Z-Man either needs an interview or a manager at this point. Well, we ain't seen him do either yet, so I don't know what to say. He needs Brian Pillman. Pillman got an interview at least. Yeah. Well, you man showing us what he can do with the sleeper. Hopper, you got anything thing from this? No. That's what I thought. The next match, we got Brian Pillman. He's going to defeat Eddie Gilbert. Um, for a short episode, the note that I had here was they gave them a lot of time. And I'm not complaining, just pointing it out. Corny is goofy on commentary. JR mentions going to... Worcester, Massachusetts, and Corny says that, uh, Corny says, isn't that where they make uh, Worcestershire sauce, or however the hell you say it? It's Worcestershire. I, I, I love that shit. You put that shit on some roast? Yeah. Mm. Worcestershire. Just Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. You put Worcestershire on your roast, you put salt on your watermelon, bruh. Oh no, but whatever. Um, this was a very old school, slow moving, methodical match. Again, not complaining, but they did just what they needed to do. Um, I can go over the finish, but I'll ask you what you got first from this, Doc. I got some notes on this one. Okay, well, let's um, hear it, pal. Okay. Um, Pillman's entrance is Rocket by Def Leppard. Yeah, we've mentioned that before. I even yeah. said it. Yeah, I've said it. See, you don't listen oh. to me. That's fine. I understand. I, well, I was drunk when I watched this. No, I, what's new? I mean, yeah, you're always drunk. You're okay. Okay, here's here's a fun fact for Harper. Alcoholic. Never wants to uh, admit it. He, I, but he even admits, I was all. I'm drunk. I'm drunk when I watch it. Go ahead, Doc. So Mutt Lang was the producer for Hysteria. This record. Uh, Do you know what other rock record he produced? 
Was it uh, Metallica? No. Was it Molly Crew? No. Do you know who you? Uh, and I'm going to ask a secondary question. Do you know who? Because right now, right? No, no, Mike. You think that, but there's a. I know he married Shania Twain. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But before that, he was the producer uh, for Highway to Hell. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. Mike was snoring and, and wheezing, and what he doesn't understand is that he had thousands and thousands of people typing in Mike Five Hundred Four Saints to tell him <laughs> to tell him that Mutt Lang produced Highway to Hell. Uh. Hey, so one of the things I thought here, and this is a question for you guys, Pillman seems like he would have been in '89. A huge influence on Chris Candido. Thoughts? I could see that. Rephrase that. So I see Pillman coming in and doing things that are a little bit different than everybody else is doing the high flying stuff. And then in 93 in Smoky Mountain, we see Candido come in and he's doing stuff ridiculously different than anybody else in the promotion. But Candido was so young that at this point he's probably got to be watching Pillman going, that's a really that's really cool stuff. Yes, I see what you mean now. If indeed he yeah, I yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying he's ripping him off. I'm saying it's like homage. I mean, if you watch if you're listening to this show and you've never listened to our Smoky Mountain shows, which I'm not sure why you wouldn't. We rave about Candido comes into Smokey when he does, and it's he's phenomenal. I mean, he even got Tim Horner over uh, in that feud that they had with the baby bonnet BS, but it was still good. <laughs> so I'm with you. Yeah, um, I could see that. Not, I don't know if that's a, true that he would have been influenced by him, but it yeah. just it was like the same feeling I get watching this match with Pillman. Is the same feeling I got in '93, not from the, the the gimmicks and the angles, but the matches. I felt the same. Modern so, note here was this shit is taking forever to yeah. tell story, but I was one hundred percent good with it because the guys telling the story were good at what they were doing. They they worked they worked slow and methodical, but they knew what they were doing. And, Here's the thing. I mean. I'll sit there if you're if you're telling me the story of life, I will sit there for as long as it takes to tell that story. If you're telling me we're gonna watch some dumbass superhero movie and it's gonna take two and a half hours, fuck you. <laughs> okay. That's nice. Gilbert like was good Avengers? at He's not a comic book guy. I mean I'm not a comic book guy. I don't either. care. I'll watch it. Huh? I'm not a comic book guy, but you're 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 not a comics guy. We've had this discussion many times. Right. But I'm saying is like just so these guys are good at what they do. This is a hell of a matchup on a Saturday night. They're taking a while and I'm fine with it. Just Gilbert is good at this 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 type of match cuz there's a match he's, from Global. He's really good. There's a match like, from Global Gil- with him him and Jeff Jarrett. That that's on the network, and him and Jeff Jarrett work for like thirty minutes. It's phenomenal. It's from the Sportatorium. It is phenomenal. Um, 
he's, he's just Eddie Gilbert is good. He's good in this type of match. And like now, you said, here, they worked slow here, and told a good story. Here's the, here's the downside. These two guys were great at telling stories inside and outside the ring. And they're both dead. And I ain't trying to be a dick. I'm saying there's a generation of wrestlers that would have benefited from their knowledge to pass this kind of shit down and everything else that they had to offer. Chris Candido, Pillman, Eddie Gilbert. Uh, the list goes on and on, but we're still Cause he's got, Tommy Rich. Because Pillman is, Pillman is aerial. He's flying Brian, but he's not doing a bunch of flips and dives. No, it make it matters when he does something. That's the whole That's point. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. You don't bring out so that springboard until the end. This match really impressed the shit out of me because it was so. It was two young guys doing an old school match, but with with new school technique and some flair to it. I wouldn't call Eddie Gilbert young right here. He died. How old was he? Yeah, he died when he was 33, right? No, you're missing my point. He's been in the business for a long time True. is what I'm saying. True. I just mean young in, in the genealogical sense. Yeah. Here's okay. the other, here's here's the other thing. Um and this is a this is a straight up question. I don't know the answer to this. Sooner or later they get outside the ring. Thoughts on Jim Matz outside the, the ring. Because I know Hopper, you, Watts is going to You want to answer that first, Hopper? Uh, they got to have some kind of padding. Does the Does the Louisiana Boxing and Wrestling Commission require it now? No. I don't okay. know. They might. We, we just don't do it. I don't like padding on the outside of the ring. No? No. Be a man. I mean, <laughs> I hate to sound like that, but be a man. I've got suplexed on the ground. Just be a man. Take it. That's I've got body slammed on grab. Be a man and take it. You ain't going to die. Okay. As long as you ain't that's being dropped on your head, you'll be fine. Go ahead. That's why I wanted to ask this question because we're eventually coming to the to the to Watts era where they rip him, they take him up, and he's kind of seen as a bad guy for doing that. My thing is, is if you're doing stuff outside the ring that's like corny, running around the ring with, with Paul Lee chasing him, I don't want to run on a map. I want to run on a concrete floor. So, I, I mean, I, I was just asking that because I don't know. I mean, I know some states require it. I know I know. back when I was licensed in Oklahoma, they, they required it. Oh, you yeah. Had to have the on the, yeah, I think you had to have the mats on the outside. So, I mean, like, I don't think it's – I don't think – for some states – it's it's not an option. You you require it. I, I don't I don't like the mats. It's, that mat's no. not really covering much. Yeah, it all they got is they, just, it's, right it's just one strip out there. It. Yeah, it, they they don't even have large mats out there. It's just kind of like a strip. I don't, like I said, I, I don't. It's I'm like not those mats like when you were in PE as a kid. That's, yes, yes, that's exactly what that looks like. Yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> cheap ass PE mat. <laughs> Uh, all right, Doc, what else you got before I go to the finish? Man, in, in a short episode with this long match, I can't put this over enough. I thought these guys did a phenomenal job. I was thoroughly entertained. 
spoiler spoiler i wasn't really that drunk when i watched this i really liked it i did remember this this was good he was drunk and he's drunk now because he's slurring his words oh but my god i'm i'm starting to get drunk like on that will you on like, will you hold me on that note so harper do you have anything before i go to the finish i mean this was a great match to have on here it really was i mean this match took uh what a good 10 minutes uh, easily, if not yeah. longer. Uh, they and they were like I said, they worked a good, just old school, methodical crowd into it. They they just they're just two professionals, and I know Pillman's young in the business, but they they just were really really good here. So near the finish, though, they start moving and get going with a series of high spots, such as a flying elbow, big backdrop, and then Eddie Eddie going flying over the top rope. But Nick Patrick, who's the referee. He let it go when Eddie went flying over the top because he said it wasn't intentional by Pillman. Uh, Pillman reverses a sunset flip from Eddie, and Pillman ends up getting the victory at the end of it. So that's the other note I had. Pillman, as the up-and-comer, I don't think Eddie loses anything by losing the match. I thought the finish was good, the fact that Pillman beat Eddie. So, Harper, what did you think? This was good shit, man. Here's the backdrop I'm talking about. I mean, there you go. They, they get going. I mean, this was a pay-per-view quality match. Yeah, I mean, not not a main event or anything, but you know, put them in an opening match, second match yeah. or something. Hell, hell of a match. So, but again, Pillman ends up winning, and I I just thought I I really enjoyed this. I can't put it over enough. Um, Doc, any other thoughts before we keep moving? I wish Kenny Omega would watch Brian Pillman. In 1989. I don't care enough about Kenny Omega to care. There you go. And if, if he worked more <laughs> like Brian Pillman in 89, you would. It's probably right. Hey, I know for a while I told you, like, I, I had been, like, skimming AEW. Man, I, I don't even – I haven't skimmed it. Outside of that, the only things I've seen for them, because I'm bringing this up because you mentioned Kenny Omega – I have laughed my ass off at two segments. That Jade Cargill woman and Cody's wife was f- f- hilarious. Cody's wife cut a hell of a promo like two months ago or so. And they had another segment recently that I saw that I was like, this bro no. is so bad it's entertaining. Not Cody's wife, Brandy, I but watched, this no, Jade Cargill Impact. chick. I watched Impact and they were on there. Who was they? Goddamn pal pronouns. The Good Brothers and Omega. Oh, okay. He was the third most interesting guy sitting on the couch. <laughs> okay. Uh, want to keep the show moving or you want to elaborate on that? Because I'm, I'm, no, I'm okay. I don't. Well, we go to the next match. It is Shane Douglas and Johnny Ace. Remember, Corny's going to be their advisors, the dynamic mm. dudes. Uh, uh, he's out there walking around with them. I've got some things to say about this, so hold on. They are going to defeat Joe Cruz and Bob Cook. Now, Cornette does introduce the dudes in the ring. Um, here's the thing, and I, I did some more research on this because I remember Corny talking about it, so I went and listened to some old stuff that he talked about related to the dudes. So according to Corny, the dynamic dudes just as a whole, as a team, is a is a Jim Hurd, um it's a Jim Hurd thing. Um I'm I'm saying Cor- I'm sorry, Corny actually managing them was a Jim Hurd thing. Hurd actually hated the dudes, according to Cornette, on his show years ago. Now, 
Cornette says, Heard hated both of these teams. Hated, hated the Midnight Express and the Dudes. So let me finish. Hated both of them. So because he hated them, he put them in a feud. The Dudes and the Midnight, which we're going to see play out over the next you know weeks and months. So you got to sit back and watch it develop, though. I, it's, it's, it's pretty bad when you think about that. Now, Corny does claim that the only team Heard hated more than the Midnight was the Dudes. So Cornette said part of the booking committee, which Corny was at the time, whenever Corny mentioned maybe like the Midnight working with Doom or Midnight working with Steiners, Heard would crap on anything that they would talk about, like that that Corny wanted to do. So Heard, in this feud that they end up having with, with the Dynamic Dudes, just was like, eh, he didn't care. He didn't care what they did because he hated both teams. So anyway, just wanted to mention that as we're seeing Corny being the quote-unquote dude's advisor. Now, Doc, I'll throw it to you if you've got anything from this match. I got not one single thing. Fuck this. I fast-forwarded it. Because <laughs> I, was, I was on a high from the last match. I was like, I'm not watching this shit. Now, right. if you need to know that you're going to mismanage a federation, if you don't like the Midnight Express, what the fuck's wrong with you? Bro, you ain't gonna tell me. Yeah, what's the reason? <clears throat> I, I I don't know. He didn't say it, but he mentioned it on his on his show years ago. I went and found the YouTube clip of it, and I listened to it again because I remember him talking about this. He just said that like Heard hated the dudes. I here's, he hated here's what Night I bet. Express. Here's what I bet. Heard looked at the WWF. He saw those roided up guys. He looked back at his roster and said, "Road Warriors, skyscrapers." Eaton's Eaton's tubby. Fuck him. Yeah, but you might figure Herd might like the dudes because they're very cartoonish with the damn skateboards and bull crap, you know? Yeah, I could see that. I could see Corny kind of being wrong about that. So I, I I like that's the thing, but I don't know. It's it look, we've talked about the dudes and how dumb it is. We're gonna see it even get worse. I will tell you this. With the dudes and the Midnight Express, there's some really funny moments with Stan Lane and Johnny Ace. It, it, it's some poppable stuff that we're going to get to see in the next few months. But I don't know. I have nothing else from this match. Does, Robert, did you have do, anything? Does, no. does Stan Lane wear a pelt on his head and ask Johnny Ace to awkwardly drop kick it off? No, but they start talking about some bra that I guess Jesus. Johnny Ace took from Stan Lane. <laughs> Is it is it Nikki Bella's mom? Nah, because uh, Stanley so don't show dumb. back up and even the score. Yeah, yeah, it's it's dumb. Harper, you had anything from the match though? No. All right. So the way this show ends up ending is we're gonna go to a promo, but first before we do that, Cornette and Jr. throw to a replay of Funk trying to murder Flair with the past plastic bag over his head. I. I the visual here we see it again. It's just man, look at it's that. It's a big, it's a big old bag. phenomenal. He's tying it around. He's <laughs> trying to kill him. It's great. We love it. Uh, the visual, like we always talk but about. But he's it, he's phenomenal. in the suit jacket without the arm. It's so awesome. Yeah. Stop the murder on TV. It's great. <laughs> but on that note, let's go to after they show the replay. Let's go to Ric Flair. He's at center stage. He's going to cut a promo. He's out there with JR. Here it is. 
Fans, you've just seen once again why Terry Funk has been indefinitely suspended as far as wrestling is concerned in the NWA. Now, the world's heavyweight champion on his way in a few moments uh, uh, to, for, for a big event, Richmond, Virginia. Tomorrow night, we are excited about the big card in Charlotte. I know you're going to be in Charlotte, but I know you've been spending a lot of time on the phone with Sting. How is his progress, and how do you feel about this suspension of Terry Funk? Well, first of all, it's the first opportunity I've had to talk to the fans that support this sport. When I call it a sport, that's what it is. It is the truest and oldest form of sport. It is the greatest sport in the world, and it is loved by millions of fans woo, all over this world. And Jim Ross, as you know, Sting suffered a severe ankle injury, but it's day to day. He will be back in the ring as soon as possible. The quality athlete that he is tells me he'll be back before a lot of people think. The bottom line is, Terry Funk has been suspended. I couldn't be happier. The only thing that could make you happier is that the suspension be lifted and I have a chance to wrestle him in that ring next week. It's not gonna happen. The NWA has made a definite stand and I can live with that. The important thing is, the Stinger's coming back. I'm alive and well in Richmond, Virginia tonight. Woo! We're gonna shake the town down. And tomorrow, Charlotte, North Carolina, we're gonna rock and roll and bring the NWA to town as never before. Woo! All right, fans, don't forget to join us tomorrow night, 6.05 for the main event. Woo! I can't tell if Harper's over there farting or burping or what, but um, Ric Flair's just trying to get some people into the building that night. Doc, any thoughts on this promo? Did you hear him say that Sting has a severe ankle injury, but he's only day-to-day? Yeah, it's only day-to-day, man. Chill. (laughs) Yes, I did. This promo right here tells me why being a great baby face is such a subtle art. Rick can do it because Rick can do anything in the sport. But he's better as a heel. This is one of those things where you need that sympathetic Ricky Morton all to really deliver that message. Ricky Morton or Magnum was very good. Magnum was great at it. Magnum was great at it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yes, he was. Yep. Hopper, you got any thoughts on uh, Flair here? No, he's, he's, just get, he's just trying to get everybody over. That's it. Trying to get the yeah. people into Rich- Richmond that night, too. That was the other yeah. part that I had. Tomorrow. Okay. Not today. Oh, you said tomorrow? Okay. I missed it. All right. So on that note, um, we are going to Rolex and rate this thing shortly. I'm going to stop the Patreon video. So listen to the audio version of the show if you want to hear our Rolex and rating. Uh, but before we do that, I wanted to take care of some business. So remember, if you're not using it, please consider using it. Our Amazon Associates link, it's tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. Great way to support the show without spending anything extra. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. You can get anything off Amazon, uh, you know, and make sure the wives, girlfriends, side pieces, whatever you have in your life, whatever you put it in or have it put in you, whatever, I don't care. Come Just on. Make, make sure they use the link, tinyurl.com slash 
BTT Amazon. Or, you know, if you got what Harper's got and, you know, the squirting type situation, uh, make sure squirters use it too. We don't care. Just use the Amazon Associates link. Tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. The show gets a little bit of support in return when you use that link. Doc, we're going to rate this thing, get off some Rolexes here. So what do you want to do first? You want to rate it or you want to Rolex it first? You tell me. Well, I'll go first and I'll I'll rate it actually. Um I'm going to I think I'm going to shock you. First off, it was very short. <laughs> so it didn't take a lot of long time to watch. We had a really really good match in there with Pillman and Eddie Gilbert. I really liked the segment with Scott Steiner. And Luger was great and Gary Hart was great. And I'm going to give it an A. I I mean, I'll give it an A. The dudes was dumb, but whatever. I'm going to give it an A. What are you giving it? Why is that going to shock me? I just got this feeling that you were going to give this a low rating. Man, I'm giving it an A as well. Okay. Yes. Well, there you go. Of course. I was wrong. I was wrong. Thank you. Great. Great, great, great. Uh, Hopper, what are you giving it? A fucking A. It's 38 minutes. Yeah, how do you give it anything else? I mean, damn. Yeah. If we had a, if, well, if Arn Anderson ran in, it'd be an A+. Plus, but other than that, man, it's an A. Stay tuned. Arn will be back shortly. All right, so we need to give out some Rolexes before we do so. Please sign up and become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Again, that's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. You get the world-class shows, the ECW shows, the clashes that we've done, the pay-per-views that we've done, all are there. 200-plus episodes, including the video versions of these, are up at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. All right, so it is time to hand out some Rolexes. Mm. Um, First of all, you know Harper good and well. If you were in a basketball park somewhere in Jackass America and a limo rolled up and woman, the window rolled down and woman's head stuck out, you'd have crawled your ass head first into that limo as well. Yeah. She said, do you want a drink? Mm. (laughs) Yeah, don't mind if I do. Mm, Girl. Y'all need to grow up, but okay. Why? That's true, too. Why? Yeah, what do we need to grow up about? Shit. Yeah. Young. Mm. So, what are you rating it, Doc? I've already rated it. I gave it We're a sorry, that, Rolex. Dick. Rolex. Jesus, Rolex. Drunk piece Rolex, of crap. bitch. God almighty. Fuck. <laughs> what Uh-oh, you... look out of her. Dad's drunk. He's going to start <laughs> beating us. He's going to start beating us next. We're going to go hide in our room and just turn the lights off. And... Yeah, we'll just nice. hide under the covers with our iPads and watch the network. <laughs> what are you going to... Who are you giving the Rolex to, you idiot? Oh, Damn. see, now you're mad at me. This is how the gaslighting starts. Oh, my God. Harper, we told you this was a safe space at the beginning <laughs> of the episode, but I'm afraid we lied to you. I think he's a toxic male. He's a t- He's got toxic masculinity. Yeah. Bitch. Wow, that's nice. I'm gonna go, man. I'm going with Eddie Gilbert. I thought he did a great job leading Pillman through a phenomenal match. Did we make a rule all of a sudden that you can't give it to the to the actual match? Because I mean, we used to do that. I, man, I ain't trying to. You be you, dude. Do what you want. All right. Well, I'm giving it to to the match. Yeah, Pillman me and Gilbert. Too. They were phenomenal. Who, but who? Uh, the the veteran calls the match, right? 
I'm sure Gilbert called it, yes. Okay, I'm giving it to Gilbert. But Pillman's got to be good enough to follow, and that's that's not an easy oh, thing to do. Oh, he definitely, don't get me wrong, he definitely is. I'm just saying Gilbert gets the nod. Okay. Well, I'm giving it to both. I'm giving it to both of them, and Hopper's giving them to both of them too. So. Yes. All right. So that's it. We got Pillman and Gilbert for me and Hopper, and then Doc's giving it to Eddie, and we all gave this thing an A. Unless I just don't remember that quick. All right, Doc. What else we got tonight before we get out of here? Anything else you wanted to talk about? I know you made fun of the Saints. You know they lost. Ha ha. It's funny. You know, um, put Steven Javorski on suicide watch with his Browns. I mean, they actually had a chance to pull it out, but you know. God, that guy. I got, I got a question for Harper. Uh oh. How Jesus serious? The, well, we're we're heading in a couple of things here. We're heading into the Super Bowl. You know, the championship games. Pat Mahomes has a concussion. You think they're going to play the uh, concussion protocol straight on this? Um, I don't know. Okay, no. the answer is no. Second of all, you got a girl in the in the pandemic. And we got a big holiday coming up. What? Oh, that's right. You tell me. What holiday is coming up in February, Hopper? Oh, that's in February. We're still in January. But when this... Okay, but, what's coming geez. up in February, Hopper? When this... Black drops, History it, Month. No. <laughs> nobody cares me, about that. <laughs> Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah, so what are you going to do this year? Nothing. Come on. I'm not doing nothing, bro. Five Fuck years ago, five years ago, you wanted to go to Waffle House. This yeah. year, you got a girl that, that's down for the cause, and you're going to do anything? No. I'm not doing shit. Fucking no, bro. Nothing. Okay, here's the thing, Mike. Harvard's going to be single by March. I'm I'm not commenting. I'm I mean, no saying. one cares about fucking Valentine's Day, bro. Mm. Oh, that's a bold girl. That's a bold statement. The old wives care about it? No. You're damn right they do. Are you serious? You're yep. damn right they do. Jesus Christ! You're damn I mean, Doc, right. They I think do. I think Doc's got it a little worse than me, but yep. God damn. Yep. I want to give it one yep. of those cards, like you get, like for like the Dollar Tree, like the box of like the fucking Mickey Mouse <laughs> of, of Valentine's that like kids give out in school. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give out one of those. Like here, it's a transformer Valentine's from from Bumblebee. You transformed my heart. I <laughs> see. See, um. You're going to be single by March. Okay. I just want you to be ready with the lube in your hand. I think he's working. He's just not trying. The fuck. I mean, just saying. What are you? What are you you gonna? I mean, you you really not doing anything for that day, Hopper? What day of the month is it? He's divorced. He's, He's upset. He's getting hot. And he doesn't get hot much. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. We're in a pandemic, guys. I so know. this is another reminder. Do your shopping early. Do it on Amazon. 
and use the referral link. Uh, yeah. God. Stay out Tiny. of the doghouse. There you Tiny go. URL.com slash Patreon. You can buy anything <laughs> on Amazon. My wife ordered green chilies in a can, and it showed up with Prime yesterday. Green chilies? We made some. There were some enchiladas made here, bro. No. It was awesome, tasty and shit. But you know what? Those enchiladas ain't going to keep getting made if I don't do something for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Jesus that's, Christ. That's how the shit works. <laughs> if I want to keep that enchilada train rolling, I better do something for Valentine's Day. Ugh. Ugh. Indeed. Yeah, it sucks. I ain't going to tell you. I, mean, I get it. It's bullshit. It's the worst this, holiday ever. When this show drops, we'll be... <laughs> Uh, one, two weeks in three days away from Valentine's Day, which actually uh, falls on a Sunday. And you year. don't want to go down to the grocery store and get yourself some, or the florist, and be around a bunch of germy motherfuckers and buy you some roses. You need to plan. You certainly don't want to dip those roses in gold. No. No. Instead That's of spending money on that, become a, patri- shit. Yeah. become a Patreon member. <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, okay. So on that note, uh, any other thoughts, Doc? You gotta ask Harper. No, we should we no no. I mean just I want Harper to get his game straight because he, you know, we started out the show with him going to Waffle House and now he's just trying to sidestep the whole thing. Yeah, fuck but that. We're we're looking out for him. They, uh, they should cancel it like they did Mardi Gras. <laughs> he's hotty <laughs> that's not how this works boy that would be nice if you could just cancel it right oh my yeah. god oh god that would be great doc wouldn't it be yes how to go get a fucking card fucking flowers just bullshit and, and, and just imagine like what if you get what if you get the the disease from going that's true. We gotta be healthy. It used to be the girls gave you the disease. Now just getting out of the house gives you the disease. Ugh. The whole thing is just it's a if, stupid it, you know, here's the thing holiday. If, if there was any time that we should be able to call this off, this is the year. But that ain't gonna happen, Harper. <laughs> you better work around it. Uh. <laughs> Hey man, just 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 because the top and bottom rope came un unloose, we still gotta finish this match. Fog. That's, that's it. That's exactly <laughs> it, man. We can't just exactly throw up our hands it. and go to the back. That ain't how this works. The fuck? No, fuck yeah. that. I ain't We're doing shit. We're all in the same boat, man. I'm gonna play and Call of Duty. No, oh, that shit's sinking too. The we're in the boat and it's sinking. There you go. <laughs> oh, boy. And on that uplifting note. Well, on that note, let me take care of some business. Check out our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Marotta and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. And check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV. They do our ECW show on our Patreon feed, but they also do a free show called the Bottom Line cast on their feed. So check them out. Check out the Bottom Line cast on Twitter or wherever you get your podcast from. I got nothing else. I'm going to throw it to Hopper. Hopper, hit the tagline. Let's get out of here. 
Fuck it, bitch.